It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? Tonight, we are going to do our much-anticipated Q&A, the best backcourt in DMV. My guy, Ed, and myself, we're going to do any Wizards-related questions, and we're going to answer for you guys tonight, next on Locked on Wizards. You are Locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And we both appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. Uh, tonight, we're going to do a live Q&A, all Wizards, all questions, and we're going to answer, try to answer all of them, man. So definitely rock with us tonight. So um, obviously, uh, we got a lot of people last night, man. Uh, Denny and his 43 points, man. So we got we got E back, man. So we are going to definitely uh, dive right into it, man, and answer your questions and have some fun tonight, guys. Uh, so let's get into E. Um, let's go ahead and tip this thing off. Locked on Law says, how is this team supposed to be successful when every game comes down to one player jacking up 20-plus shots while everyone else stands around? Heck of a way to start it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so, um, I mean, if you look at – how do I really come at this? Um, yeah, we know that Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole, both respectively, like to shoot their, their amount of shots. Um and the one consistency I had following the deadline when we didn't move Kyle Kuzma was, and, and able, you know, in order for us to develop these young guys, he's got to bring the shot attempts down, and he has. So, um, yeah, that that has been the MO most of the year, but I think that for the team to be successful, yeah, they got to bring the shot attempts down. So we'll see. Last night, uh, no Kyle Kuzma, good ball movement, so they played very, very fluid, but – well, it wasn't last night, the night before, but um, I think long-term or just at least for the – this next year and a half for them to be successful with Kyle Kuzma on the team and Jordan Poole on the team, bringing the shot of Tim's down and trying to get the young guys involved is the recipes for success. Yeah. I just want to say, wow. I mean, I haven't been able to come on here and react to the Denny game. I mean, it, it wasn't valid. I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't Valentine's day yesterday, but it was just Denny day for a lot of Denny fans yesterday. A lot of Denny stands we're excited and it was like a holiday for them. So I'm, ex- I'm just excited for, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the Denny stands. I really am. You know, they've been trying to tell us for years how good Denny is, how great he is. And they finally got vindicated. You know, they're, they're finally showing that they were telling the truth the whole time and that they knew the future about Denny, but no, all jokes aside, he had a great game, 43 points, 15 boards, six, six threes. Guys on the free throw line a lot. Line a lot. Yeah. Um, Zion couldn't guard. I know we couldn't guard Zion either, but Zion couldn't yeah. guard him. Brandon Ingram couldn't guard him. CJ McCollum struggled. Jose Alvarado struggled against Denny. Like 43 points is no joke, man. And I'm so happy for Denny. Like a lot of the hard work that he's put in is finally, finally coming consistently. And it's not just this game. The last couple of games, he had 20 point games in a row. The Mavericks, the Sixers. I mean, he's been playing really good. Not only that, he's rebounding. 15 boards is, is ridiculous um, numbers. So he put up NBA 2K stats. I mean, for him, 
it almost felt like the Wilt Chamberlain moment where he holds up the 40 points, the piece of paper where Wilt has 100, but Denny has a, has 40, a 40 ball, a 40-piece McNugget. I was so happy for him, man. Dunking, when he went by Zion and dunked the ball, I mean, he was super aggressive. I mean, he was the best player on the team by far. He was really the best player on the court, really. You yeah. know, even though they yeah. lost the game, I get it, they lost the game. And a lot of people were commenting that, commenting that to you last night. They, I get it, we lost. Yeah. But still, I mean, that was an impressive, dominant performance by uh, – and he was hitting step-back threes. He was hitting pull-up oh, threes, step-back yeah. threes. He was yep. getting to the basket. Uh, of course, a lot of it was his right hand. But still, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If they can't stop it, keep going to it. And that's what he kept doing. So um, I was very, very, very happy and impressed from what I saw from Denny Abdiel last night. And uh, locked <sighs> on law. I'll let you go, Brandon, and then I'll, I'll get to lock on law's uh, question. Oh, no, no, I'm good. I already answered yeah. it. So, um, nah, I'm right with you. Um, like I said, all jokes aside, I get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We, we've had our moments, man, with a lot of the, the fan base for Denny. And like I said, I mean, 98% of y'all are down to earth, ready to talk ball. Some of y'all are a little, little dedicated, but um, it, it's good to see. I think everybody across the board, as far as um, Wizards fans can say that, it's good to see him take that step. Now, I think right now is the biggest thing is consistency. Uh, we've, we've got that game out the way where we know that he can take that step to take over a game. And go back to Zion, man. I mean, Zion couldn't guard him, and then obviously him, he tried his best to guard Zion. Zion's just one of those guys, man, where he knows how to use his frame, and he is money in the paint, man. I mean, Zion, if he could find a dietitian, and I, um, and somebody said last night, "Why are you fat shaming?" I said, "No, nah, I ain't fat shaming." Um, mm-hmm. I think there's other ways to look at physical ability, and, and um, like kind of like LeBron James, how he got how he spends a million dollars on his body. It's like not so much fat shaming is that for him to get that boost. Like, you see with Zion, he gets tired, man. You know, to get that boost, I think he needs a dietitian. And if he does that, man, he is definitely a superstar. I mean, you saw last night, man. He is money in the paint. But let's get let's talk about the Wizards, man. We ain't talking about no Zion. Um, right. Denny, Denny um, looked good. And then locked on law, he says, how is the team supposed to be successful when every game comes down to one player jacking up 24 shots? Well, everybody stands around. Uh, it looked a little different um, last night. Yeah. They did go down by a lot. Then they came back. They had the lead in the third quarter. Denny had that 20-point third, third quarter. And um, where, you know, sometimes just, we're just happy to see him score 20 points, but he had 20 points in, in one quarter, which yeah. was ridiculous. But uh, last night I thought they, they did move the ball. Jordan Poole had a better game. He did have a uh, carry at the end of the game when they were only down by four. They had the turnover. And that kind of me- that basically kind of threw them off a little bit, and uh, that kind of messed up momentum. There at the end of the game, so I was—I don't think it was just a guy just jacking up shots. Like I said, Denny was pretty efficient. I think they were—they were pretty efficient for the most. They turned the ball yeah. over. Oh yeah, a good amount uh, last night. I think that was like the 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 tough part for the Wizards last night. A big reason why they lost was those turnovers in the beginning of the game. But they did come back. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think after the deadline, they're kind of. Um, Keith has kind of been shorting the minutes a little bit. I'm trying to look at the minutes from last night and kind of like how they shook out. Um, I don't remember seeing DeLong and Wright a lot. I did see Shemet, of course, because Shemet, you know, they had the whole thing where uh, Nance freaking went behind oh. kind of uh, where the sun don't shine and yeah, and uh, try to grab the ball. Ty's had 15 assists. I mean, that, I mean, he, he had a great game. Bagley had a double double, so guys showed up, and uh, Kisper had twenty off the bench. So the, the young core played well. Jordan Poole was seven for fifteen, so it was one of his better games, you know, compared to what he's done before. He hit five threes, so this was a lot better from Jordan Poole for sure. 
Uh, but yeah, I don't think last night was just guys standing around jacking up shots. No, no, there was good ball movement last night, man. Definitely. Um, I think that had a lot to do with them making that move in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, James Jones said James, one thing I will say, Kuz didn't play. Yeah. The Wizards had 19 turnovers. You can't win turn the ball over 19 times. No. That's like no. throwing three interceptions in, in a football game. You can't you can't win that way. Especially against a playoff team like the Pelicans. And then another another thing about Denny is the narrative is that he never does it against playoff teams, that he always does it. Because like, last year when he had the turbo run, I, I want to say he did it like against the Spurs, the Rockets, when the Rockets were really awful. It was like a couple of games where he kept playing some teams that were really, really awful, like top, like lottery yeah. teams and uh, some tanking teams. And he went on that turbo run. But this time, this was against a legitimate playoff team with the Pelicans with Ingram, McCollum, Valanchunas, Zion, Trey Murphy. Like they have, they have a good uh, Herbert Jones. Herb Jones is a good defender. Najee Marshall's a good defender. So he did this mm-hmm. against a legitimate competition for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good point, man. Um, he did it against quality playoff mm-hmm. talent, man. So, um, looking yeah, at James another Dur- big thing, I will say, I'm sorry because I missed yesterday. <laughs> You're good, man. You know, it was a big day. Five thousand views yesterday that 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 you were a part of. I mean, that's huge. The whole is Israel or Denny fan base was on loud and proud for sure. Everybody was excited. Five thousand views yesterday. So, locked on Wizards. We did a great job. You did a great job. For sure. But I will say, too, because you brought up the point, too, about this, is that, you know, he stayed in D.C. and he trained. You know, yeah, he didn't do yeah. the whole FIBA, which I'm not against, you know. I know you yeah. had your opinion on it. And a lot of people, you know, had their opinion about going overseas and playing overseas. He stayed here, you know. And yeah. I think the front office like that. And you can kind of look at that, too, and be like, hey, that's that's a that's a way that he improved, that he stayed here yeah. with a student coach or whatever, stayed here in D.C., Worked on his game, made sure he stayed healthy, didn't aggravate any injuries. Last year he aggravated an injury. That messed up his offseason a little bit there for sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, nothing but good things to say about Denny, man. Nothing but good things. Rui had a good night last night too. So I know a lot of people on social media were like, oh, Tommy <laughs> Shepard and Taffy because his draft picks had a, good, had a good game. Everybody except for one draft pick. But, um, you know, hopefully Johnny can get the chance here in the near future. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a good night for Denny fans. It was a good night for Denny. And uh, it was a great night for Tommy Shepard because he's going to be like, I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> I mean, he's still unemployed, <laughs> man. So <laughs> right. he still he watched the game from the house. So I'm just saying. Right. Um, so we're going to get into James Joe's uh, question real quick and um, and a lot more. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. So our partners at eBay Motors has teamed up with Locked On Fancy Basketball host Josh Lloyd. They're bringing some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire like myself, because I'm hurting right now. Every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked for us this, for us this week. eBay's guaranteed fit, fantasy picks of the week. So we got five candidates. Uh, the first one, obviously, is Marvin Bagley III. Bagley is Washington's starting center now with Daniel Gafford being traded to the, uh, the Dallas Mavericks. So looking for points and rebounds from the center position or the the four because i believe on yahoo fantasy he is eligible to be at the four and the five uh definitely grab him uh you got azura thompson of the pistons the pistons overhauled their roster and we can only hope that monty williams will bring azura back into a large role uh third guy taylor Hendricks of the utah jazz definitely at the four position if you look for uh points rebounds definitely consider him cody martin um health permitting can find himself as a strong role for the charlotte hornets with Gordon Hayward now a Oklahoma City Thunder. And Benedict Matherin, who 
Um, I got him a one on teams. He's actually been struggling, but now that Buddy Hill is in Philly, he is going to get more minutes, and he is too good not to give you quality minutes in fantasy. So definitely consider Benedict Mathen. But who am I rolling with? Well, me personally, the center position has been kind of off and on, especially with points. If you don't have the legit guy like Drew Barrett, I mean, somebody, if you're looking to come in and provide points and rebounds for your fantasy team like myself, definitely look at Marvin Bagley III because he's going to get significant minutes with Daniel Gafford gone, and he has been giving me a lot of points on fantasy. So definitely consider that. So Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you with your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows that championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle, right? Because with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay, guaranteed fit is guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's available on the Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. All the sports today is here for you. 24-7 coming to top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on Free Fire TV channels app. So let's get into some more comments, shall we? Um, looking at, I think I had it up. Oh, oh, oh my bad. Um, when, uh, this is from James Duro. When Kuz is back, will he allow Denny <laughs> this much freedom to ball? Denny's breakout is so exciting and intriguing that I don't want anything to interfere with the process. Um, I, I don't think it's so much coups. I think that um, Brian Keith needs to go ahead and, and kind of make a mandate and say that the shot of them just need to come down. Because you, you notice um, that when they play team basketball, a lot of these young guys, man, I think that has a lot to do with the breakouts that in moments where you see fluid team basketball and fluid ball movement, especially when you see the ball in Denny's hands, and there's a lot of questions on um, E., that a lot of people wondering, um, should he be the new point guard? Should he uh, kind of do the whole point forward approach? And I think that when he, when Denny works in tandem with Tyus Jones, obviously Tyus Jones is starting point guard and he's the main ball guy, but the ball, the offense run through Denny does not look too bad. And so I think that you kind of take that approach, in my opinion, um, that Tyus is still the guy in the main distributor. But um, if you saw the last game, really the last three games, he has been bringing the ball up. There's times when the offense just run through him. And I think you got to take advantage of his uh, of his vision. So, yeah, I'm intrigued by his breakout, too. But uh, Kuz, I think Kuz knows that if he brings his shots attempts down, the young guys have an, a lot more opportunity to eat. Definitely. Um, yeah, Kuz, um, Denny definitely took advantage of Kuz being out. Does he have a 43-point game if Kuz is there? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Denny just keep being aggressive, taking those shots, and then Kuz – yeah, Kuz, Kuz is going to be taking a lot of shots for sure. So <laughs> it, it kind of is like, you know, in hindsight, if they would have just traded him and just if they did not go to him and give him that option and if they would have just traded him, would that give Denny the keys more to, you know, be more aggressive and take more shots? Uh, but, yeah, I, I think 
Kuz, the shot selection definitely can, is questionable from him, from him uh, at times for sure. But I think Denny needs to take this game and just run with it. You know whether Kuz is taking certain shots or not, and um, they can dial up some more plays for Denny as well. I think Keith needs to do that too. Let him bring the ball up. He was bringing the ball up against the Pelicans a lot. Pull up three, step back threes, get to the basket. So by play design too, you know he can let Denny orchestrate the offense and run the offense. If he can play like that, like he did against the Pelicans, then um, whatever Kuz does really shouldn't shouldn't mess with Denny's touches. If Denny's usage could go up, then I think he'll be fine, and um, they can play off each other. You know, uh, I think they should design some stuff where him and Kuz can play off together. You know, two wings that are six nine, six ten like that playing together, getting downhill, sharing the basketball. That would be awesome. So. Um, I think, you know, Keith, Keith, I think Brian Keith, Chief Keith will definitely um, get them going with that for sure. So, you know, I know it, it sounds like, yeah, well, James said, will Kuz allow him? And, um, and, you know, Jordan Poole was out there too. Jordan Poole is a guy who takes a lot of shots too, and, and Denny was still able to do that. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully they can, you know, play well together. I mean, we've seen Kuz and Denny play together well in the past so uh, i don't see why i don't see uh Kuz stopping him from you know reaching his full potential or, or getting his shots up no no I'm, i completely agree with you e oh uh, we got some love here tonight before we move on uh shook ben mm-hmm. said Ed. uh we also said <laughs> Ed, so we definitely miss uh the red all of a man holiday yesterday hey man it's all good hey, holiday <laughs> so we definitely appreciate you back man um there's a this new one out real quick. Uh, this is from Area 11 underscore T. This is a preseason. Will Dawkins said the season's goal was to see improvement from the youngins. What improvements have you seen so far? What improvement would you like to see by the end of the year? Good question. Um, I mean, I'm seeing what I want to see. Honestly, I'm starting with Denny. I mean, obviously, um, his offensive side is coming along. You know, he's um, for what I saw from the these last three or four games after the deadline is he's less hesitant to take those three-point shots uh he's driving lane he's driving lane with some power um he's trying to draw fouls you know if you look at the free throw numbers you know the free throw numbers he's drawing fouls i'm seeing all the right things from denny um from Corey kispert effort on the defensive end you're seeing that um is he a stopper no but he's a guy who's he's putting a lot of effort into defense and look he's doing a great job i mean we know he was a sniper a cutter the iq is through the roof so him putting really good effort on defense i think is really good for this team because it's shown um as far as Bilal, his defense is there. His offense is going to come along. It's year one. I'm not concerned. You know, he's he's got things to work on, but he's going to get there. And Johnny Davis, I'm at this point, I'm just trying to get some minutes from a man. You know what I mean? You know, just for the minutes. At this point, we'll see. I mean, I don't know what the long-term vision is for Johnny, man. But um, what I want to see in the, in the year is kind of what I want to see now. Um, I want to see them keep their foot on the pedal. I think the biggest thing with young players is consistency. Can he, you know, Denny, he's hit that 40-plus. Now, can he can he can he be a consistent threat? I think that's the biggest thing. You know, how does he respond? You know, the, the next game, you know, how does he respond? So, definitely, one hundred percent. The players have improved. Uh, Corey Kisper is playing really well. He saw he had twenty points last night. Denny, both of those guys are playing really well. Um, they've stepped up. Corey's been consistent as well, knocking down the three. Not only getting, knocking down the three, but getting to the basket. That's been a big thing for Corey. He's been finishing at a really, really high rate. Um, Denny, I mean, it speaks for itself right there. Last night, that was just the icing on the cake. I mean, that's just what we've been waiting for, man. And uh, if he plays like that, then, you know, the rebuild can move faster if these guys play well. And then they make another good draft pick. 
and uh, we won't be rebuilding or, you know, losing 60, 70 games for the next three years if these guys can get up to speed or, you know, keep developing at the rate they are. I mean, we got Denny on a great deal, too. I mean, that's the thing about it. Like, he's playing like this, and we're paying him, what, 13 mil or something yeah. like that. So that's a heck of a deal right there that they were able to get done. And uh, just player development is awesome, man. Just to see guys who are in-house that we drafted develop. You know, how much do we complain about guys not getting second contracts on the Wizards or guys not developing, guys not getting better? So it's awesome to see that from Denny. Um, Bilal's coming along, too. He's, you know, he's having a roller coaster ride for sure. Um, you know, he'll have a 20-point game. Then he'll have, like, a five-point game here and there. So it's normal to have that rookie wall. We will see him in that Rising Stars game, which is good to see. Um, last year we didn't have anybody in the Rising Stars game, so it was good to have a player back in there with Bilal, um, a guy that can defend and, you know, shoot the three here and there. Uh, he had six points last night, four turnovers, three rebounds. So he's got to work on the turnovers from last night, one assist. But uh, for the most part, he's been a, a, a positive player. Five fouls last night guarding Zion. Zion kind of gave him some problems in the post, which Zion does that to everybody. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the guys have improved, man. We've seen an improvement. Uh, Denny playing well, so I'm not. Some people are saying it's because of Keith. Uh, I wouldn't 100% say that right now, but um, I think he's playing good basketball. The shot is better. The shot, the form looks better. Corey's playing more aggressive. He's getting to the basket more. So um, guys are developing. Yeah, I totally agree, man. People are developing. You do, you do see a difference under Brian Keith. You do. Um, so I think that you do have to give a little credit to Brian Keith because he's definitely revitalized this team. Because you see effort, you see a lot more heart. They're fighting hard. These games, every game since the deadline, this team has fought hard, and mm -hmm. they they played against really tough competition. Because we said it, um, this second half of the season, you're going to see a lot of good teams. Uh, so you want to see them from a culture standpoint playing hard like this. So I like what I see from Brian Keith. And like I said, we'll see how the second half goes, but I am definitely in favor of him being considered maybe being our head coach permanently, in my opinion, because um, he knows what he's doing. He has a good track record and he has gotten that reaction for the players that you wanted him to get. So um, let's and then see. the improvement that, that I would like mm -hmm. to see. Um, but I was just ball handling, ball handling, yeah. get stronger, getting in the weight room. Um, three point shot. Of course, I think he shot the, three um pretty well for for a young guy that you know wasn't drafted to be a shooter i thought he's done some good things as far as shooting the three here and there but uh definitely ball handling just getting that handle tighter denny's worked on it he's improved okay. with his ball handling and uh Corey's improved excuse me improved with his ball handling so ball handling is going to be huge for Bilal yeah. because he's a guy that i feel like he can take some guys off the dribble and that's going to be his next step for him you know yeah. getting be able to get to the basket having a counter move, different things like that. And then Johnny, we're not going to forget about him. Um, just his form. He's got a lot of stuff to work on, of course. But just him getting the opportunity and getting the playing time is is huge. So um, those are some things I want to say. I just want to see Bilal working his ball handling. Johnny, get out there and actually get some minutes. Um, Denny finishing with both hands, which he's starting to do consistently. consistently, And um, take guys off the dribble to the left, too. But like I said, if it's not broke, then don't fix it. Look at Jalen Brown. Exactly. So <laughs> I completely <laughs> agree with you. E. Uh, one one comment real quick. My man Shigbiz said, hey, is dropping his call percentage in the second half, man. <laughs> hey, look, man, we're all, we're all about development here at Lockdown uh, Wizards, man. <laughs> <laughs> it took a couple months, guys. Thank you guys for bearing with me and being patient, man. I just had to get out of I think that whole month of January was just rough. 
<laughs> yeah, man, we're glad. We're definitely glad, man, that the cough is gone, man. Definitely, man. I was worried about you for a little bit, man. Uh, oh, yeah, so I'm gonna a quick word in here, hold on, for, uh, from um, Robin Hood, and then we're going to get to uh, probably one or two more questions. Yes, but uh, today's episode is brought to you by Robin Hood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info, claim as of quarter one, 2024 validated by radius global market search the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date locked on nba Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh wow, that's a mouthful, man. Um, so, <laughs> so all right, we're gonna try to knock out three to four more questions, man, and comments. So definitely bear with us, man. But like I said, we got sixty-one people in here, man. So definitely appreciate you guys taking time on your Thursday night, man, to rock with us tonight. All right, so this question is from Ricky. Daniel, he says, "Think, do you think Bella has the ability to take a leap and growth spurt like Giannis did? What do you think, he? Um, well, I, I, he is still growing. He's still very young. So I, I think it's possible. I think he can get in the weight room like Giannis. Giannis got in the weight room. He just got stronger and stronger and stronger. You know, he was getting to the basket and pushing people around. When, of course, when he first came to the league, he wasn't doing that. He was very lean, just like Bilal. So, I think he definitely can do that. Uh, who knows? You know, we'll see. Um, what is Bilal like six? How tall is he right now? I believe it's uh, six six, but yeah, he might be close to the six seven at this point. Yeah, six 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 seven. So he's still clearly growing, and um, I just want to see him live in a weight room and, and get stronger, just like Giannis did. Giannis lived in the weight room and got stronger. It's gonna take some time. He's got to eat more, of course. Get on that diet and whatnot. <laughs> oh, no call for the sneeze tonight. You. <laughs> Thank you. But um, yeah, getting on that diet. Will Dawkins talking about the diet when he got drafted. So that's gonna be huge. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that around five pounds of muscle would be good for him. Anymore, I think you you're gonna start eating into his speed, which I think is a really gonna be a big part of his game, is uh speed, both on the offensive and defensive end. He relies on speed, especially getting to his spots defensively. Uh so definitely we'll see him at least add some five pounds of weight. But he's got things to work on. But I think when he, he becomes a finished product, you could see a rod around a Giannis. I mean, it's tough to really compare. And, and that's my thing. I've, I've never really been a guy who really compared to a certain degree players because I just want them to be the best player they can be. You know what I mean? I mean, because really, I mean, who was Giannis really compared to when he came to the league? I don't think there was a comparison. So, you know, you usually get players that kind of break the mold. Like Wimbenyama, there's really nobody you could have really compared him to coming to the draft, man, with his skill level. So, you know, just him being him. And, uh, you know, his strong suit is, you know, he can score. It's just his jump shot. You know, obviously, he, you know, he, he said it himself. Um, his catch shoot has to get faster. His release has to get faster. Um, as far as shooting the ball, you're learning how to pump fake. You know, when people do that closeout, pump fake, 
and you know change position and, and get off a shot from you know it's just some offensive things you had to learn but he's gonna be all right um i do think he could take that Giannis lead. Now, like you said, E, uh, Giannis, when he was first in the league, man, he was a skinny dude who wasn't really good at one big thing. He kind of had to develop a lot of areas of his game, and I can see that with Blau, man. Um, when he's a finished product, he's going to be a monster, man. I mean, this is going to be a really good defensive team. So um, I, I, I'm really intrigued to see what Blau, what, what step he takes in his development. So oh, this, uh, yeah, and then another thing that for the last question before, yeah, said what can guys improve on? Denny complains to the refs, you know, still. Yeah. Yeah. Playing to the rest a little too much. Just get back on defense. You're having a great game. No need to go back and forth. But I know all the superstars do it, like James Harden and LeBron and Anthony Davis and Giannis and Embiid and all those guys. I mean, you look at Draymond, he's always yelling at the refs. You know, just get back on defense, you know, yeah. and, and you know, move on to the next play. I mean, I think he complains a little too much. I get it. I know the rest of the NBA does it, but I think that's something that we need to as a, establish as a culture get back on defense. Yeah, yeah, the, the game's changing. It's, it's becoming more of a uh, scorer's league. And, yeah, defense, especially transition defense, is, is an issue league-wide, man. Um, so I think that to combat that, you got to play defense. I think building a defensive team, especially using Denny and Bilal as that foundation because they're both high-level defenders, man. You know, when they both consistently provide those offensive numbers, this is going to be a really good defensive team who can roll with the score teams. Um, Guru Strong. What's up? Says uh based on early mock drafts, who are you guys liking us to draft so far? Um uh, to me, center position has to be addressed. Um, after this season, we have one year of Marvin Bagley, I believe uh one year of a player option with uh Rashad Holmes. Alex R is somebody I'm looking at. I think that you know, if you look at the record, we're definitely gonna get a top five pick, if not a top three. Alex R is a guy I'm looking at, a guy who I encourage you guys kind of look at his tape, and there's other center prospects that i like in the draft obviously but alex star is just that guy i think that you know defensively he is polished offensively his game's coming along but you know he's a seven footer man who who's got some athleticism to him so i would love to see alex star on his team um point guard is, is another area i think we need to get you know regardless if we re-sign ties jones or not we need a young point guard in the wings who's ready to eventually take the helm um dillingham out of kentucky is the guy i'm really looking at um I, I you know we both said isaiah collier um anybody who looks at usc um they've been struggling this year uh, and isaiah collier his stock has actually gone down so if we do not move back into the lottery you could very well see isaiah collier being a option in the later first round because his stock has gone down a little bit because um he's playing he, he struggled a little bit this year but i think he's still in a, a really intriguing prospect out of usc so um, yeah, those are two guys I'm kind of looking at. And there's, there's a lot of good guys on the list that are could be good prospects for us. But And obviously, we're going to talk about that getting closer to the draft. But, yeah, and on a perfect draft day, Alex Saar and a point guard is what I'm looking at, E. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so you, know, you hit the nail on the head with everything. Isaiah Collier, Rob Dillingham from Kentucky, uh, Alex Saar. Um, I haven't been able to watch a lot of guys. I know somebody said Khalil Weir, the big man at Indiana. Yeah. Take a look at him. Uh, Zach, I know Zach Eady. I don't know if he's going in the first or second round. I got to look it up out of Purdue. Um, but yeah, I got to do my research more for sure. But uh, I think you, they just got to take best player available. I would love to get a big man, but at this point, they just got to get talent on the roster. Yeah, yeah, best player available. I think it's probably the route to go. But I mean, if you're really looking at positions, I truly believe that center and point guard has to be the emphasis. Um, oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, go on. <laughs> oh no, this is a good one. Um, T Bass is every time Brandon mentions a guy to draft, we never get to them. Careful, Brandon. <laughs> you know what? Okay, 
Fair enough. I got, you know what? I Look, you keep me on my toes. I definitely appreciate that. All-Star break coming up. We are going to do an episode dedicated solely to draft prospects. So I got you. I got you. You know, I, I definitely got you on that. Um, So, you know, the All-Star break coming up uh, this week coming up, we are going to do an episode just on prospects, Who, what prospects will fit right now where we stand. So, hey, I appreciate you keeping me on my toes, man. Um, Augustine the King. I dig the name, man. Uh, the way we play this year, we got a draft. Angel, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Go ahead, <Eddie. laughs> Yeah, Angel Reese. Uh, yeah, she can play. You know, we get Joanna Man on the team. You know, I mean, no, nah, I'm just joking. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, she's she's gonna be in the WNBA probably next year. So uh, she's a darn good player. So unfortunately, she transferred from Maryland to LSU, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is on that. Her brother is still on Maryland. He's playing. He's having a pretty good season. He's a good player as well. Uh, I think he's a junior, if I'm not mistaken. I don't see him coming out. Uh, so we'll see on that. But I think he's a good player. I'm not sure where he falls in line as far as with the draft, but uh, I, I think he's a darn good player. Yeah, I mean, I'm biased, man. I got my, I got a cousin, man. In the NWNBA, uh, shout out to Diamond the Shields, man, my mm-hmm. cousin, man. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Sky fan when it comes to WNBA, even though I got some love for the Mystics. Um, let's see. Let's see, Red Wings 01 said, I love Kuzma with his presence holding Denny back. We saw what, oh, Lord, we saw what Rui was able to do when LeBron wasn't there to eat up those minutes. I mean, I get it, and I don't want to keep talking about the deadline, man. I mean, you know, I, I we all know I believe that. I mean, y'all think I don't want to trade everybody. I, just don't, I don't want to trade everybody. It's just I definitely want to trade a lot of the vets. But, um, um, yeah, Kuzma, for him, the, for the, everybody to be successful as far as developing and being where they want to be, We've got to bring the shot attempts down. And Kuzma, he, he's shown that he has the ability to get other people involved. Sometimes he does get a little too, um, you know, he really gets caught up in a jump shot. And I noticed that, you know, he's really relying on that jump shot. But if he can revert back the shot attempts and really get other people involved, I don't think he's really that bad for this team. I mean, he's a leader, you know, that eventually you're going to have to move him. But I think that if he brings the shot attempts down and really try to get other people involved, especially with the offense to Denny, uh, definitely get Bilal his looks. And let Corey do what Corey does. I think we'll be all right, man, this season. And we'll see next year. <laughs> we'll definitely see. But uh, I think we'll be all right the rest of the year. What do you think, Eve? Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, Kuzma is definitely going to come in and take a lot of shots. So yeah. you're not going to see Denny, um, of course, put up 43 or anything like that probably for a while. But um, like I said, I think they can play off each other. I think they got to find a way to play off each other. And, and Denny just had a bunch of 20-point games. While Kuzma was here, so I, I don't think he's really holding them back per se. Obviously, you know when when Kuzma's out, Denny has more t- has more ability. He has more room to take a bunch of shots. Uh, but just looking at the last couple of games, Denny has played well with with Kuz. He had twenty five. Yeah. Kuz played that Mavericks game. He just had twenty one against the Sixers. Kuz played in that game as well, and Kuz played in the game against Boston where uh, yeah. Denny had twenty four. So. I think, um, you know, I think they've been able to co- coexist. You know, Kuzma had 14 shots. Denny had 10 shots. I think 14 shots is reasonable for Kuzma. In that game, the person who took the most shots was Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole took 19 shots. I'm looking at the Celtics game. Jordan Poole took 19 shots. Bilal took 18. Bilal had 21. Uh, Corey took 14 shots where he had 24. Now, if you look at the rotation, the rotation has been shortened for the most part. It's been about – a nine-man rotation. Anthony Gill didn't play. Jules Bernard didn't play. And Johnny Davis did not play at all. DeLon Wright only got four minutes. 
Um, they cut back on the long rights minutes. Shamet got 14 against the Celtics. I want to see how, how many minutes uh, Shamet got the last night as well. I meant to look this up earlier, but um, I, think uh, I think that's a pretty big difference, too. Where it was around 17 minutes, I believe. It yeah, was got 17, DeLon got three. So DeLon's barely playing, and I think that's a factor in it, too. I'm not saying DeLon took away a bunch of shots from Denny, but Brian Keith certainly has shortened the rotation. And Kisper got 32 minutes, Denny got 40. Blau, I mean, uh, Bagley got 30. Jordan Poole, 35. So, I mean, like I said, I don't think Kuzma – I know he doesn't take the best – Shots, he takes a lot of shots, but as of recent, <laughs> with them with Keith kind of making some adjustments with the rotation, I think Will Dawkins and Michael Winger and, and Schlank probably said, Hey, after this deadline, we weren't able to trade the long right and Landry Schmidt. But the point of them, what's the point of playing them a bunch of minutes, you know? Yeah, so yeah. for DeLon, I think they might as well, you know, I don't know if a buyout would happen, but I think they may have to consider because the last couple of games, you look at DeLon's numbers and he's getting like three minutes, two minutes here. Yeah. So, what's of throwing them out there for three minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. At this point, there's no point. <laughs> and then she um, might got 17 minutes. Yep, actually, got you, got you. Um, this is from I don't know. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, he says Denny is the best player in the league. It doesn't matter who we choose. I'm gonna let you have this one. Yeah, I guess we'll wrap up on that one. <laughs> uh, Denny's the best player in the league. It doesn't matter who. Yeah, no, I love it, man. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love the. I love the talk. People are coming out talking confident, talking with a chest out for sure. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, it's it's, it's awesome to see. I'm happy about it. I'm excited for Denny. I really am. I'm grateful and thankful that he finally has, you know, kind of hit his stride and consistent, you know, and I'm loving it. And I love how happy people are. And, you know, they've been trying to tell us for years how great Denny is, you know, so (laughs) – they have they have validation for one night. We'll let them ride. Actually, this is for a week. We're gonna have to. We're gonna be able to hear about this for a week for the All Star break. You know, because we don't have another game until next week. So this is just an awesome note to end for that All Star break. So I'm excited for all the Denny fans. I really am. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 go ahead to pump your brain. I'm not gonna, I'm not UE, but the um, question. Um, yeah, no, I didn't say best player in the league. Of course, not. yeah, yeah, of course not. Heck no, come on. Now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but like I said, I'm not going to rain on a parade, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to rain on a parade now. I'm going to let the parade go on. I'm going to let the party keep going, man. Just let it rock. Yeah, man. I mean, you got to. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like like you said, E, I, you know what? I get it, man. Um, I kind of said this last night, man. Um, I get it. You know, I get the pride. You know, um, you know, especially from a national standpoint, I get it. You know, when you have a player come from your country who's you know, you, when you kind of monitored his his you know development, and he's kind of reached that pennant as far as you know the offensive side. I get why a lot of you guys are really really happy, and, and look, it's happy for everybody. I mean, here's the thing: you know, when, when he is better as a player, it's better for the organization. You know, um, is he the best player in the league? Ah, man, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how many other games you watch, man, but I he ain't quite there. But um, but I'll say this: um. He is coming along, and I'm happy to see it. I'm happy because we get we provide a lot of smoke here on Locked Up Wizards, man. But it's in a fashion where you know we want players to get better. You know, Jordan Poole, I know he's got his little stance there. Um, we want him to succeed, you know. Um, but you can't get mad at us when we get mad at him for shooting one for 12. I mean, it's just it is what it is, you know. They got to perform this performance driven league, and you know, with, with Denny, any any criticism was basically 
it was based on just what he get, where could he get better as a player. And every area that we've been saying over the years, he has gotten better at. You know, his shooting last night, that to me, that was the most, that was the one area that really impressed me more than anything else was because he was very unhesitant to shoot that three-point shot. I mean, he just, he saw his opening and he took it. And we've been waiting a long time for him to not really think, I thought for a long time, I really thought that he thought too much. You know, he was thinking too much. And now he, he's not thinking too much. You know, he saw, he's seeing his avenue and he's going with it. So not only Denny, um, Kispert, I'm loving his development, man. Kispert is really turning into a, a heck of a player. Um, Bilal, I'm excited about him. I want to be excited about Johnny Davis. I really do, man. So we'll see what if he, they provide him minutes. But um, let's see. I guess we'll we'll roll out with this, right? TX underscore X as an Israeli person. I'm sorry, some of the Israeli fans are embarrassing. I mean, here's the thing, man. At the, and I say this a lot of people, man. Um, at the end of the day is all love. Um, we all have our players. You know, we I've, I've been known I've been known to be a really big Daniel Gafford and Kyle Kuzma fan. And it's not to say that I don't like other players, it's we all tend to have our favorite player, whether it's on your team, off team. You know, I have my favorite players that are on other teams. You know, you know, so basketball fans, you know, never feel bad about that, man, because we all have our guy. You know what I mean? My son's favorite player is John Zanzikupo. Even though every chance I get, I try to throw shade at him, especially when the Wizards are playing the Bucks. I try to mess with him a little bit. So, you know, don't feel embarrassed, man. You know, it's an exciting time right now because um, when Denny plays well, it's good for the organization. So and it's good. that goes for every player on the roster. So it's a good time right now to be excited. It really is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, there was one question. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Some of the Israeli fans are embarrassing. No, uh, we uh, we embrace it, man. Um, yeah. Some people definitely do take it a little too far, but you know, we we just we have fun with it as much as we can. We have we have a lot of fun with it. A lot of Denny fans can say some outlandish and, and crazy things, but we just sit back and laugh and, and, and enjoy it, man. This this you guys. He, the Denny fans bring a lot of fun to the show. They do. They bring a lot of debate and difference of opinion, for sure. Um, last thing I'll say is, uh, guys, Dilbert says, I mean, Shaman is only 26. He's a great pull-up shooter. He, he got that dog in him. No reason not to give him solid minutes every game. Yeah, I'm looking at his his log, his game. I see a lot of questions about Johnny Davis, too. And uh, we'll probably get to that on uh, Sunday night or Monday night. But um, you look at you look at uh, Landry Schmidt's uh, minutes. He played 17 minutes against the Pelicans, 14 against Dallas, 19 minutes against Philly, 14 minutes against Boston, 12 against Cleveland, 21 against the Phoenix Suns, 13 against Miami. So it looks like Brian Keith has like a set um, timer for his minutes. He's giving him about 15 minutes a game. Right now, Delon is about three. So it's kind of like you know Johnny can probably fit in there a little bit. Maybe give him 10 to 15 to start him off. Yeah. I think he can get 10 to 15. He doesn't have to get zero minutes and not play at all. I think you can get some type of minutes. But looking at the rotation, yeah, if you got Schmidt, Jordan Poole as your two guards, and then Corey Kispert is the three-man rotation of the shooting guard position, yeah, it is hard for Johnny to get minutes. He's not a point guard. But like I said, we can get into this conversation probably you know, next episode. The long yeah. conversation about Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely the <laughs> Yeah. But, um, hey, 63 people in the chat. Definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to rock with me and my guy, Nightman. Um, definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, All-Star Week is coming up, so we are going to do one to two mailbag questions. We're going to try to answer all your questions. Um, Keep me on my toes. We're going to do a draft prospect show. Uh, we're going to look at major needs for this team going into the offseason and where they stand right now. Obviously, we're going to do a lot more content with free agency, with the draft coming up. Um, not coming up, but after the season. But yeah, I'm a, look, you ask, you shall receive. So we're going to definitely do a prospect show. So we're going to have fun this week coming up. Also, week, uh, definitely, we encourage you to watch Blau. 
give them your support, Rising Stars. Uh, and I'm not an All Star Game guy, but you know, I definitely encourage you to have some fun this week with All Star Game coming up. So again, we will see you guys Sunday night for a mailbag, and we definitely appreciate you guys showing up, uh, making Lockdown was your number one on a daily man so definitely appreciate you guys uh oh we got a comment from crystal scott i know you said hey y'all <laughs> hey baby valentine's day yesterday oh yeah man <laughs> <laughs> so we'll definitely leave on that note man appreciate you guys man so everybody enjoy your weekend we will see you on sunday everybody have a blessed and safe weekend uh hail to the wizards and peace see you guys next time Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.